All right, so I am here with uh, a special guest today, one of our partners here at Leaders Real Estate, uh, JJ Robson. And so JJ is going to be helping us just kind of go through a new category in our segment about market strategies called psychographics. So we've been through already demographics. Uh, we've talked about you know target demographics, synergistic users, stuff like that. But psychographics is another important variable that uh, warrants its whole it's an entire lesson, and so JJ has a thorough understanding of this. He's, he's been doing this over a decade, so we invited him on to kind of just explain to us what this term means and how we can apply it to our business. So JJ, can you start with like a thousand foot overview, um, kind of explaining, you know, what are psychographics and how do they differ from some of the other metrics that we use? Yeah, no problem. So uh, you know, essentially psychographics. I mean, if you look at traditional demographics, where uh, you know, you're really looking at um, numbers to describe the population as a whole. Uh, psychographics and socioeconomic uh, numbers are really focusing on uh, people groups um, and behaviors, uh, stages of life, um, those kind of factors. Uh, and it's really to better understand the population. It's really the next evolution of demographics, of basic demographics that we're kind of all used to that companies have been using, you know, for decades. So. Um, in, in looking at that, you know, uh, these socioeconomic factors will typically take into account um, things like how many kids are in the household, uh, are, are, you know, is there a marriage in the household uh, or are they divorced, uh, things like that, uh, household income, um, you know, among many other factors like even age of the kids, right? So. Um, you have these companies, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Nielsen, Axiom, you know, everyone has their own um, kind of flavor uh, of socioeconomics. So you'll kind of, you'll hear Tapestry, which is a brand of, of that. Uh, Axiom has um, Personics, uh, I believe, and then Nielsen has Prism or, or Claritas has Prism. Um, and, and these are just, you know, different systems and they have their own names for these types of groups uh, that, that people are tend to uh, be categorized by. Um, and they're really just using multiple demographic factors to put households or people into these categories. Um, and, and really, that's that's really what it is. It's kind of that the next step after basic demographics is really applying multiple variables, not just looking at how one individual thing works, but you know, how does population, median income, household size, and marital status, you know, for example, how does that all blend together to create more of a type of person that lives in this area rather than looking at every person in that population the same way? Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's start, you know, what are some of the most important psychographics? Like how would you kind of rank them in order for what you start to look at? What are the what are the like? Let's just go through a couple examples of the most important ones. Yeah, so you know it really depends. Um, and when you say the types, they're they're typically divided into groups and then subgroups. So groups will typically uh, have to do with stage of life. Uh, so you'll have um, groups that are highly affluent, uh, and then you'll have groups that are maybe up and coming groups that are, you know, they, they have these trendy names like, for example, golden oldies, right, which would be really just uh, kind of the elderly populations that maybe don't have kids living at home, the kids are gone, um, have a fixed income, um, that, that kind of thing. And, and that, you know, so really, there's really not a, I would say, a, a most important, but to the specific business that you're looking at, um, it, it could be important to different types of businesses, right? So, 
uh, if you're dealing with, you know, a medical facility that, that really is focused on taking care of the elderly, maybe some of those older people groups are what you're after, right? So, yes. yeah, so let's talk about that. So where are you going to find the term golden oldies? Like, where is that going to pop up? So, so that's basically, uh, say you're using a demographic system like ESRI, right? And they have, um, theirs is called Tapestry. So that's their brand of the socioeconomic uh, breakdowns. Um, now, that's just an example. I, I think that may have been one. They've done revisions since then, and, and there are many different companies. So that's just an example of a term they would use. It's, it's typically just a catchy term that you can kind of almost infer just by hearing it, you know, the type of people group you're looking at. And, and so what you would do is run a report uh, essentially on an address or an area, or you can do a shading map that really tells you, okay, if I select this people group, and it would just be in a list of, of you know, 70 some people groups, I can select that people group, see where they're at on the map. Or I can run a report and say, you know, of this population, this percentage of people fall into this category. So really, it's something you'd see as a line item on a report. Um, but then a lot of these uh, systems have, you know, documentation and books that explain what each of these categories really means. And kind of really more of a colorful definition. It's really kind of taking... Um, traditional demographics and, and, you know, making them digestible, you know, to, to, the, to the average human that, that isn't used to just looking at numbers and trying to draw their own conclusions. Okay. Yeah. So um, do you have any examples that we could go through of, you know, somebody that we've helped identify a location where psychographics came into, came into effect and maybe you're going one way, um, and then you started examining the psychographics and that helped you identify a better location for the client. Yeah. So, and, and you know, this has uh, applications in healthcare and entertainment, you know, retail, uh, a lot of different uh, arenas. Um, so urgent care, for example, um, typically, you know, we would uh, have our, our general market strategy, which is really anchor driven. I know you've talked about anchors and other podcasts and, and kind of how those assist in site growth. Um, but in, in really understanding and looking at uh, an area aside from that, you know, there's been examples, um, you know, so we had we had a guy in New Jersey uh, and New Jersey is very, you know, dense and, and somewhat complicated, depending on the area you're looking at. Um, and, and we basically had had, you know, had our site set on the site. And then uh, we, we take a look at the site graphics as one of the things that we look at, um, you know, as we dig deeper into a site, typically on a high level. We'll look for things like, you know, population density, uh, population per specific kinds of competition and categorical competition. But then when we get into further diligence, we'll understand, okay, well, if this site doesn't really have a lot of the people groups that your portfolio analysis unveiled and that, you know, taking a step backward, you know, that's how we would typically, um, you know, get get to this point of knowing what kind of people groups we're looking for. We'll take their locations. I think they have like 12 locations and we took all of those locations and, and really um, tried to understand after doing an analysis on them, higher performing sites, essentially doing a type of regression model where we're looking at their higher performing sites, trying to understand what people groups um, appeared the most or were the highest occurring. Uh, and then from there, you know, really target those types of people groups. So really for us, you know, we understand just from our experience and our research that, you know, the older populations aren't a high user of urgent care traditionally. 
Um, and it was found that, you know, this area had essentially a lot of those, you know, if you want to call it golden oldies type of people in that area um, as a core. You know, that's not essentially great for us. Um, you were really typically looking for those young families, the soccer moms, if you will, right, which is which is another um, subgrouping of those categories that uh, a lot of these can fall into. Um, and so, you know, we, we diverted attention from that site and found another site in an area that was somewhat nearby, uh, but had all the right ingredients uh, as well as a good makeup of those target people groups. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, and then I think to help clarify, to help some of our, our listeners understand a little bit better, like <clears throat> when in this example, looking at the golden oldies as a, as a psychographic, you know, it's, I understand how that relates to their age directly, which would fall under the demographic category, right? So just based on someone's age, that would be a demographic. So how, like, what is the difference between somebody who's just, you know, a, a baby boomer or, or whatever age it is for golden oldie? What's the difference between um, going from a categorizing that as a demographic to a psychographic? So again, you know, it takes several, several things into account. Um, so, uh, you know, for example, someone who fits into this category, and again, I'm not, I'm not dictating specifics on this. Uh, this is, this is just, I'm just giving an example for explanation. So, you know, say for example, yeah, right. You know, you're going to have the old, older population and that's just strictly based on age. But what, uh, what it also takes into account in, in conjunction with age is, you know, median income. So if their median household income is lower, you know, we can assume that they're likely on, um, uh, you know, some type of social security, maybe a fixed income, right? Uh, if they have no kids living with them or their household is just two people, they're basically uh, approaching retirement age, if, if not, you know, retired, um, as opposed to, you know, and if, you know, for example, if, if they're divorced, and it's just a one-person household, then we understand that they may not fall into that golden category. They may fall into a, a you know an elderly single category, right? So they're using you know age in addition to other demographics. We're able to further refine and qualify um, you know households into into these groupings. So essentially, psychographics can further differentiate between the demographics that you're looking at. Yes. So you're able to more accurately pinpoint. Right. What exactly what you're looking for? Yes. Yeah, so in that example, it's it's you know we started with age as kind of our broad category, and then you further refine it based on the other variables. Okay. And so you know in the example that you gave working with the urgent care, what was the end result of that? Uh, you know, like I said, the the end result was uh, we essentially um, uh, stopped focusing and pursuing the site we were looking at, and and went to a site um, that was basically kind of in the same region that we targeted for growth. But we were able to, to really just even by moving, you know, a mile down the road or into just the next retail trade area, uh, have a more, you know, uh, positive, um, you know, uh, representation of these numbers that were more important uh, to that particular urgent care based on the previous studies we've done. Yeah. And I think that's super important because, I mean, you know, these are a lot of times these demographics and psychographics and metrics that you use are not commonly thought about it's, mm-hmm. it's not very it's not like it's commonsensical per se and so you could open up a location where every, where the demographics make sense and the trade area makes sense but you're not performing as well as you expected to perform and you're sitting there you're kicking yourself right like you're trying to do more marketing and you're trying to hire better staff and all along if you had identified a better psychographic area for your practice you could have shortcutted all that headache to get a more profitable location you know a location that has 
um, seeing more patients, you know, has higher patient flow. And that's why it's important. Yeah. And, and, and really a lot of it comes down to, you know, none of these things really guarantee success, right? There are so many X factors related to the operation of the business, you know, how efficient is the flow, how good is the marketing, you know, we try to do, and, and really the site selection portion, all it's about is trying to, you know, give the business the best chance of success it can have, right? Based on the site location, you want that to be very strong and you have a great foundation to work off for the rest of your business. So, you know, and, and you look at uh, socioeconomics uh, have, have really done a lot to kind of modernize that the old world of the demographics. Now you could say, you could argue that the further evolution of that is, is, is mobile foot traffic, right? And you hear a lot about people looking at mobile foot traffic. Um, I tend to I, I tend to think that that still has a ways to go before it really kind of reaches peak efficacy where you can really depend on it, you know, as it relates to site selection, just because someone's driving a certain way doesn't mean that, you know, it, it, it they are the type of person that is going to stop, even though a lot of it is based on traffic. So I think the future of socioeconomics will be combining that with traffic data to understand where are the people that are important to you actually going? So I guess if you're looking down the road, kind of where this evolves to, I think there'll be a lot of that in the future. Yeah, that's good. So at the time of this recording, you know, it's not something. Yeah, today's, right. uh, we're mid-2020, not something that we need to worry about right now, but maybe down down the line that'll be something that we look at. So, yep. Well, this is great. JJ, uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate having you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we hope you guys... Just Tune in and stick around for uh, the rest of, of this season. If you need help finding the perfect location for your practice or you're ready to invest in commercial 